got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Checking In with Michelle Williams, a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. The past few episodes, I have been checking in with folks who seem to have been in some interesting transitions. My next guest is no stranger to transition. She's well known as a travel blogger who has traveled to 80 countries, six different continents, and she was willing to give it all up. This episode is going to encourage people to take leaps of faith, to believe in yourself and how to do something in your passion with your passion. I'm excited for you guys to check this episode out. Listen, you guys, today's episode is so exciting. I didn't want every episode to be of people that I don't know or have relationship with. So I'm excited on this week's episode. This is someone who has come into my life. And when we get together, it is so much fun. And there are a few times when we've gotten together and I've said, we should have recorded this. It's horrible that we are now in a world where we're saying, oh my gosh, you should have captured this. This is tweetable. This is IG worthy. Except why can't this just be a personal moment between us? Everything is now, oh, we should record this. Um, I guess because to let people in on our lives and to give people a little bit of us. And so I'm excited because my next guest, Glow Atanmo, 
is someone that is um, so inspiring to me. I follow her on Instagram at Glow Graphics, and she is beyond graphics, honey. She is an educator. She is a traveler, a blogger, an influencer. And I don't mean influencer as in, oh my God, look at my new nail polish. No, honey, an influencer to get your life and your mind right. Please welcome my friend, Glow Atanmo. Hello, hello. Oh my God. Such a long intro. This, this whole time, I'm just sitting here in gratitude. Thank you so much, Michelle. And just so you know, you've influenced and poured into me the same way. And I just have so much respect and admiration for you. So thank you for having me on the show. It is, <laughs> honey, come on. This uh, podcast is called Checking In. Mm-hmm. And I love to check in with people from all walks of life. And I admire how you check in with yourself daily, mm-hmm. minute by minute. <laughs> you are taking care of yourself. You're making moves that have you in mind. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. lots of times we can work in an industry where it's to have other people in mind. It's to put others first, yeah. regardless of how you're doing. Like today, I had to check myself because I've been waking up to messages that don't even say good morning. Wow. It's just, hey, because yep. you're off. Everybody's off to the races. And um, I'm learning that you are a type of person where there is a deadline. Yes, I you respect deadlines. But you've gotten to a place where... You're like, uh uh-uh. uh. Come on, share. And, and look, I have to be so intentional because Michelle, you and I both have really big hearts and we're very like generous people. And people know that. And when you're a light worker and you're a light, people are drawn to that. And I decided, I'm like, for my own self care, my phone goes on do not disturb from 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. If the world was burning down, I wouldn't know till 8 a.m., girl. Like, 8 a.m., I check in with everybody else. But until then, because I wake up at 5, so I need my three hours of silence, meditation, prayer, journaling, working out. Because if I'm not whole, I cannot pour from a a place of wholeness. And a lot of times, and I, I did this most of my life, I would wake up, check my phone, who needs me? Before I can even pour into myself, I'm already pouring into someone else. The minute I wake up. And I'm not pouring from a place of fullness. I'm pouring from a place of urgency or desperation. Oh my gosh, this sounds like an emergency. Mm-hmm. Your emergency does not constitute one on my end. Yeah. And people love to project. And also your lack of preparation is not my emergency. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, and it's true. And, and again, like you have to give, you have to love yourself more than you love other people. And that sounds selfish, but like it's an act of self-care. Mm-hmm. It's an mm-hmm. act of self-love. So you don't believe that self-care is selfish is mm. what you're, you, you, I've heard that self-care is selfish. It's all about you, 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 you. And it's going to take time to transition and, and people will come back at you like, yo, you, you took three hours to get back to me. I'm like, yes, I, I was working out. Yes, I was praying. Yes, I checked my phone for the first time at 10 a.m. Yes, I, I got back to you when I saw my phone. Wow. And people can't even contextualize that it. it's a possibility that someone else could be pouring into themselves before responding before, yeah, to emergencies. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think that's a great lesson for everybody listening to this week's episode is um, maybe in order for you to do that, you might have to w- wake up an hour earlier. Like you say, you're up at 5 a.m., yep. Baby, I thought I was doing something by being up no later than 7.15 a.m., but I'm going to try to see what it's like to actually be up at 5 a.m. And with this time change, it's way dark. 
It's, it's still dark at 5 a.m. And here's the thing, because I'm a creator, I have this like mad scientist, evil genius in me that I'm like, oh, I'm up before the sun. I'm hustling. <laughs> I'm like, let's go. What we, you know, and I feel almost this like instinctual sense of like, I'm doing something. Yeah. It's dark. Ooh. I'm up before the sun. What's up? What what you got? What's the same? While y'all were sleeping, I was grinding. <laughs> and it's not even that. I also go to bed at nine o'clock. So I also don't want people to listen to this and think that, oh, you ain't getting sleep. No, I love, I love my sleep. Come on. But I'm going to bed like a grandma. I go to Come bed on, at nine. at nine o'clock. So do you think you're most productive when you stay on that schedule? Yes. Yeah. Thousand percent. Yeah. Because there's something beautiful about knowing that even if my phone wasn't on do not disturb, most people aren't up. So if someone needs me, they're not going to need me till 8 a.m. when they wake up. So the fact that I'm, I can do what I got to do before yes. people wake up, like I just... It makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, you mentioned um, transition. You made an incredible transition. You guys, Glow has been seen in Oprah Magazine, <laughs> Forbes, so many amazing media outlets because there was some viral uprisings <laughs> when we discovered Glow that you had traveled to 80 countries, six continents, just basically journaling about your experiences in these countries and continents. And then you kind of decided to step away from that life of, would it be called travel blogging? I don't want to say yep, anything. No, no, travel blogging, you know, absolutely, yeah. Travel blogging, which to some is the ultimate lifestyle. Oh, a thousand percent. That was my life for seven years. I dedicated, like, my travel blog was my sixth blog. For a lot of people who want to, like, find a career doing what they love, like, it might take a bit to find what your thing is. I started my first blog at 11. So imagine doing something for 11 years and never seeing a dollar for it. Like I was really in it for the, for the, the storytelling, for the connecting, for the passion of telling stories of, of other people. Wow. So once my travel blog became successful, I was like, this is it. I found my thing. Thank you, God. Getting paid to travel. I thought I was living the life. You're probably the reason why I've been seeing these things pop up on Instagram. Get paid to travel, but you must have a camera and we'll pay for a companion. Girl, you probably were the trailblazer for that. Definitely not. Definitely not. But I do. I love that I was able to build a career for myself around something that I really loved. But like you mentioned last year in this viral uprising of uh, almost like a, a new age uh, civil rights movement, mm -hmm. I found myself well, in lockdown, like all of us. And mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, so I'm not traveling. Um, I'm talking to my black friends, crying with my black friends. We're on Zoom just crying because we don't even have words. Black death is so traumatizing. And we are carrying the weight of black trauma, checking in on our black brothers, cousins, fathers, yeah. uncles, Ugh. reminding them, hey, can you stay in for a couple days? Ahmaud Arbery just got shot running. Like, we're just, we're feeling that weight. And then we have a, a surge of our white friends. Glow, uh, are you okay? Sorry, what happened? And I'm like, no, I, I don't have I don't have the capacity to hold space for white guilt because mm. I know you're feeling called to do something, but don't rush to your black friends and expect them to walk you through their emotions because that is double the trigger and double the trauma. Yeah. Although just, some are coming from a good place. Yes, yes, and yeah. and, and I, I'm I'm definitely gonna get to that. But like when I was you know, on, on these calls with my friends uh, and we're just like, where do we start? Because we don't want to ignore our white friends, but they, they don't realize that when they're asking some of these questions, the intent doesn't match the impact and they're, mm. they're making it double the pain because of the way they're approaching us. And so the very first carousel that I created was what to text your black friends. 
because that came out of a need of me seeing that all of my black friends were also struggling with how do we respond to our white friends who are triggering us <laughs> trying to trying to hold space but like just doing it the wrong way so the very first viral post was what to text your black friends from there i saw the like you know the the just how many people could use it that I, I made three different templates of ways that you can hold space, yeah. acknowledge their hurt, but not also expect them to respond or expect them to explain to you the pain. Yeah. Because that, sometimes you can't explain pain. No. Mm-hmm. And that's not the goal as well. It's like you shouldn't we shouldn't have to be in pain for you to finally say, oh, I get it. There's a race problem mm-hmm. in this country. So <laughs> that was the start of the movement of like, okay, I see a need. There are a bunch of allies who are new to this world. And I kind of relate it to like a newborn. When you just have a baby, you're not like, all right, feed yourself, walk, go run. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, come mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. wipe your own butt. Mm-hmm. You, got, you got to nurture, you got to breastfeed, you got to spoon feed. And so I saw all of these allies who were new to this world for the first time, some of them 50, 60, 70 years yeah. old, who were like, wow, we're... We're sorry, we've messed up, but now we're listening. Yeah. And so I said, okay, Jesus, like I cried out to God so many times because I was like, God, this isn't me. This isn't my journey. This is not my ministry. It's not my calling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can't keep crying while I'm making these posts. My days can't be filled with trauma like this. I, I'm going to do it for a couple more weeks, but God, hand yeah. us off to yeah. who is called for this work. And sometimes it's not a matter of capability. It's a matter of calling. And I felt called. And so I kept leaning in to that calling, even though it got harder and and I kept crying, but I just tried to come from a place of love and compassion because I also recognized that, okay, if they are really new to this space, I have to have be really intentional with my tone Mm -hmm. because I'll scare them away. I'm going to be honest. The minute I raise my voice, they're going to be like, all right, too much. (laughs) Did you lose friends and allies along the way when you went from travel blogging to social educating? A thousand percent. And when I when I think of losing friends, I'm gonna say they lost me. Oh, they perspective. lost me because there's been a lot of times where people had an opportunity to speak out, but if you were silent for George Floyd, no. Yeah, I there was not just disappointment, there was rage, and I was like, I don't need you in my life anymore. If you cannot advocate for people that look like me. You don't deserve to be in my life. And so, yes, I lost a lot. They lost me. (laughs) Wow. So many of us had to check in (laughs) with our contact list. (laughs) So many of us had to check in um, about people that, you know, were in your life. Now, some people, a very small smidgen, I found and I've heard them say to me, Mm. some people were silent because they didn't know what to say. And so my therapist taught me, even saying that is enough. Mm. Mm. I'm sorry that I'm silent because I just don't know what to say instead of not saying anything at all. That. To speak to that point, I want to encourage people to not aim for perfection when they are speaking out for the first time. It's progress. It's a journey. Yeah. And if you are only doing something because you have the exact words and mm. you are, it, it, that's not it. You got it. It's a messy journey and you got to be willing to be corrected and to keep learning yeah. and to keep humbling yourself. You know, sometimes when you're speaking to someone's pain, grief and trauma, sometimes a person just wants to know you're there and you're present. Yes. You might not have the exact words, mm. even if you're a, 
a speaker, a, a, a minister, and you speak for a living, sometimes even you are lost for words. So don't think that just your presence is more, sometimes more important or for someone to know that you have my back while I'm saying how I feel Mm. in this age of darkness Mm. that we have seen the past couple years, even though it's been going on forever, right? but how we've been able to just see things daily on a day to day. Do you think that us seeing all the trauma play out is it desensitizing or do you think it's making people more aware and more um, have more empathy, have more compassion and understanding? Because at first I was scared thinking if we keep seeing this, we're going to be desensitized. Yeah. But I almost think maybe with George Floyd's death yeah. that I think some of the opposite was happening. That's such Just a, a teach. <laughs> That's such we a- have not overcome. <laughs> Michelle. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises, or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my PrevNA 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. That's such a great question because desensitization, it's a spectrum. And I know that I don't personally need to see another video in order to feel the depth of the pain of this movement. I I cannot continue to put myself through 
more videos, more reminders, more triggering mm -hmm. deaths mm -hmm. that just remind me of what I already know. So I personally, I can't watch it for my own mental health reasons, but I do want white people to continue to look. Mm -hmm. I do want them to mm -hmm. continue to see because it's going to take some of them reminders, yeah. layers to be like, oh, okay, that one's not, whoa, okay, this one really, you know, the other one wasn't that bad to me, but this one, mm -hmm. I get it, mm -hmm. you know? And I, I, I always think of this example, but I look at white people as, you know, they, they're equipped with a boat. They're in the ocean and they're on a boat. And there's a bunch of black people in the ocean and some of them are sinking. Some of them are barely waddling. Treading. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But you can see that they don't have boats. And here you are on your boat saying, well, I, I can't relate to not having a boat. I've always had a boat. So I don't, I don't know what to do. I'm just going to keep on paddling because sorry, mm -hmm. it's not, it's not my problem. Mm -hmm. And that's what it feels like when people are silent. You're, you're, you're allowing people to drown. You're allowing people to suffer. You have a boat, you have space on your boat, but you're continuing to paddle because you can't relate. Yeah. Well, I think these last things that we've seen, even the Capitol riots, I think of a lot more people, white people have been able to say, my bad, wait a minute, come on, get on my boat. Look. Come on. I think mm -hmm. uh, more and more and more and more. 100%. I think the sheets have been pulled back on a lot of things for a lot of reasons. I think God is really giving us a chance Absolutely. to get it right. Mm -hmm. You know, and not just wait until it's Martin Luther King's birthday and holiday to, you know, do your post or Black History Month, you do your annual postings. Annual um, posting. um, it's once a year, annual. You know, your and your pap smear is annual. It's oh, annual. No. <laughs> it's once a year. Tell the truth. Shame the devil. <laughs> Listen, you guys, the weight of our conversations between me and Glow are can be heavy but much needed. And then of course I had to sprinkle something in there <laughs> that's probably inappropriate, but I'm serious. Yeah. But we do this amongst each other mm -hmm. where, oh, that's not my problem. I've, I'm in a different tax bracket now, mm -hmm. so that's not my problem. I'm sorry. And I was thinking the other day, because I had this real issue of entitlement. I feel like there is a generation of entitlement. Yes. And I was trying to figure out the difference between hand out versus hand up. Oof. That's good. Okay. Now, I'm going to go more so in giving a hand up. The reason why I say that is because someone mentioned my name, mm. right? But I look back all the seeds sown prior to them mentioning my name, that right? Part. So when someone mentions your name, make sure you're ready. But I never expected a hand out, mm. Mm. you know? So going back to the whole, you know, I have a boat, but I see you kind of struggling here. I'm going to make sure I give you a hand up, mm. you know, to put you on the boat. Right. You know, now I'm going to make sure after about five minutes that we get to shore. You get your own boat now. You get your own boat now. And got you out the ocean, you know, and you're alive. You survived. All right. But I'm just playing. Get your own boat. Get your own boat and when you can. And I think it can be summed up with like, because a lot of people look at the context of racism as slavery. They're like, okay, well, you guys have been free. What What else do you want? Like it's, mm. it's and it's like. 276 years of enslavement, another century of Jim Crow and segregation, and we're not even into a century of freedom yet. So you look at the totality of enslavement in this country, like we still have a lot of work to do. Mm -hmm. 
and, and, and yeah, it, it really, yeah, it, it, I just wanted to mention that because I, I think a lot of people, racism is a trigger for them and they, they immediately turn off like, mm-hmm. oh no, well, I'm not racist mm-hmm. because I don't own slaves. Yeah. Like that, that can't be mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And it's just a bigger conversation. It's nuanced. A total bigger conversation. You guys, I'm so thankful that you guys have tuned in and you are all checked in to this episode. We have had... So many great conversations. Guys, I didn't, we didn't plan on going there, but we did. But you found your passion and you found your calling. When you made the transition, what was your expectation while making the transition from travel blogging to what social education I see on your uh, board here? about being a social educator. Do you consider yourself a social educator? Absolutely. I feel like that title feels the most right. And for my fellow multi-hyphenates and multi-passionates who are listening and you know, you're a creator, you're a writer, you're an author, you're a blogger, you're a designer, you're a photographer, a filmmaker, you never have one label that defines what you do. And for two decades of my life in digital entrepreneurship, I've never had one label that defined me. And now I feel like social education encompasses all that I do. And it really brings, it it allows me to bring a passion and a mission and and make that one conversation. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. my passion to teach and educate and then my mission to unify this world, it feels so good, you know, to be doing something that's bigger than myself. Do you feel like that 11-year-old girl who started blogging (laughs) and where you were doing it for 11 years for free? Because I feel like sometimes when you're in your passion, you almost go back to that, when you were that little girl? There were times, and even when the Instagram was like going viral and I gained 200,000 followers in a matter of weeks. So when I tell you just the amount of just access and visibility, I wasn't ready for that. And at one point I was like, let me deactivate my account for a couple of weeks because I, I don't want this. Again, I was doing it out of a place of service, not because I wanted to be known for this. Mm. And I had people- Ooh, Say that again. <laughs> a place You were doing it from a place of service, not because you wanted to be known. Yes. Not that there's anything wrong with someone saying, hey, I want to be famous. I want to be known for what I do. But it came to you in a pure. natural- yeah. It was a pure intention. And I was turning down like TV interviews. I w- really was like, it's not about me. Like I'm-, I'm and the carousels that I create was almost like a cop out for me. I didn't have to show my face because I was snotty nosed creating those carousels. I was like, oh my God, I gotta talk about Emmett too. And I, I'm, cause I'm reliving the trauma as I teach it. And it was so painful. And so I was like, I don't want to keep, like it, it, it was so weird. Cause I was almost detaching myself. Mm. I'm like, guys, this is, it's not me. Like, you know, and I was talking about different funds to donate to different, uh, like Rachel Cargill shouting out other creators. Yeah. Cause I was like, they're known for this. They have DEI backgrounds, but like, I just happened to step into this moment mm-hmm. where I felt called, but like right now I'm struggling and I'm overwhelmed and I'm stressed, you know? So I don't think I had expectations of what this would turn into. Mm-hmm. I just kept, riding the wave of momentum and a year later almost, I'm like, okay, I have a more balanced approach. I took the pressure off of myself from turning people uh, into anti-racist into now inviting them into a conversation of perspective. If you have, and and a lot of racist people don't realize, they don't call it racism because it's just the way they think. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so rather than shame people for their ignorance or shame people for not knowing better, I invite them into a conversation of perspective. And when you frame it that way, they don't see it as like, oh, what do you mean? I'm. Re-? It's just like, oh, so black people deal with that? I never knew that. 
interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now it gives them the opportunity to say, if I want to go further, I'm going to go Google some more. And I always include on my carousels phrases that people can Google to do the work deeper. Yeah. Yeah. Phrases and the whole books and uh, <laughs> that you can read. Yeah. You know, I keep going back to you did this for 11 years, no yeah. pay. Yeah. And hopefully that in, there's one or two people out there that can relate to the transition. There's one or two people that are listening who can say, wow, I'm not the only one. People think I'm crazy for doing something without pay. Mm-hmm. Right. But before you know it. It's like a windfall of blessings from all the seeds that you've sown. It's in the Bible somewhere. I I can't tell you where, but it talks about seed, time, and harvest. You plant a seed, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. 11 years went by. That's time. Too much time. <laughs> and then the harvest, bam. Now, how many, I don't, how many gardeners are out there who you plant your seed, you water it, you do what you're supposed to do, and then you come by and there's a beautiful leaf that has almost seems like it's sprouted yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. Part of this conversation, too, is to encourage people, plant the seed, yes. let time do what it's going to do, yes. and then you'll harvest. Yes. Now, that can go another way. Mm-hmm. Watch the seeds you plant. Because time comes and you will harvest Mm -hmm. the seed that you planted. You will harvest those words that you spoke against somebody Mm -hmm. or for somebody. Come on now. You can't go back and, I mean, I don't know if you want to redig up what you planted. (laughs) I don't know if there's a way that you can do that. But there's a way that you can start planting new seeds and let time do what it's going to do. Mm -hmm. And you will harvest and something great will happen. You probably were not expecting. You see yourself (laughs) as someone amazing, big. Your affirmations that you do every single day are loaded everywhere. When I came to visit you, you guys, their affirmations are everywhere. If you don't look at her wall and pick one, something is wrong with you. Your name is Glow, but you have a glow. Thank you. And I think it's because of all the work that you do. Your smile is infectious and just so absolutely amazing. Did you always see yourself as that. You know, I have to be honest, Michelle, because I think obviously your journey and your story will be so different, but I'm now at a point where I know that my friends are intimidated by me. Ooh, and it's ooh, so strange ooh. because I still They're want, acting different? Well, I still want to be glow to like my childhood friends, but because they see me in this light from the internet, they're now like Ugh. you could they're mm-hmm. almost like starstruck. I'm like, mm-hmm. guys, we went to high school. <laughs> yeah. And and so I, I actually don't wanna be, you know, I have aspirations to have a big legacy and make a big impact in this world. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm an introvert and I actually I love my privacy and I, I love to keep to myself. Yeah. So I I, I think it, it's interesting when I look at my, you know, it's it's twenty years of blogging, but starting at eleven. When I look at that journey, writing was a very introverted, it was kind of like an escape to be like, I'm bad at socializing. I don't have friends in school. So let me go to my computer where I can type words and hopefully connect with a stranger on the internet. Oh, wow. And that sounds so pathetic, but that was it. I was so, I was such a loner. And it wasn't that I couldn't make friends, but I was so different that like one day I'm hanging with cheerleaders, the next day the chess club, the next day the jocks. I was a floater. 
And I think that's a blessing because it allowed me to be really observant Mm -hmm. and see how people Mm -hmm. navigate Mm -hmm. and kind of contextualize. I read the room really well. And I think that's why my carousels are so like, they have so much perspective Yeah, because I can read multiple perspectives and like really speak from Mm -hmm. multiple perspectives. And I think going back to doing something for 11 years without getting paid, that built my character. Because if I got, if I fell into a lot of money after one year of doing something, that's what's up. Eh, check me out. What's good? It's on me. And I'm like, I don't want a day to go by mm. without remembering that God has given me this gift. God has blessed me with this platform. And it is because of God that I'm wearing yeah. it today. And on my wall, one of the affirmations is in pursuit of your dreams, don't forget God. Don't forget. It's right next to my office. I see it every single day. Yes. And I'm like, in pursuit of whatever I'm building, do not forget that it is God that that has placed me here. Mm. And y'all, when she means, says carousel, she means like on Instagram. Yeah, sorry. It's swiping, basically. It's just a more fancier name for swipe left. (laughs) Carousel, right? Am I, is that, is that, is that kind of, carousels came out on Instagram, I think a year and a half ago, two years ago, but it's basically a way to kind of upload a presentation Mm. or a slide deck. Okay. And I realized, especially with Instagram, you probably have 10 seconds, um, no, two seconds on someone's initial glance of your post to grab their attention. And so what I started doing is saying, if I have two seconds and they can read one sentence, that's why the very first slide is a question, because you will get more engagement off of an inquisitive nature rather than a statement. So I said, let me make every first statement a question, because if you know the answer, you're going to swipe out of pride. But, oh, I know this. If you don't know the answer, you're going to swipe out of curiosity. So either way, I get both audiences. (laughs) Okay, okay. So some of y'all that want to be great at your social media, she just gave you some nuggets. Okay. You also teach people not only how to make a difference, but you teach people how to make a living at doing what it is that you do. So, wow. Oh, people are like, you can do both. You sure can do both. You can make a difference and make a living. And it's so much more fulfilling when the difference you're making is attached to a greater cause outside of yourself. Because again, travel blogging, travel influencing, it felt like a very selfish pursuit, Mm. even though it was like my dream and I accomplished it. You were meeting so many great people. Yeah, it was. Oh, I'd be there for the food, (laughs) the travel part. It it forever will be. And you saw like my wall of fame, but like all my photos from my travels, like those will forever be the most cherished years of my life. But I know that like if you climb a mountain and if you climb that mountain for the world to see you, instead of you being able to see the world in a better place, you know? And I realized, I was like, man, I just did all this to make myself look great. And for people to be envious of my life, I'm like, that's not, that's not legacy. Mm -hmm. So I climbed down that mountain of travel blogging and I said, okay, where am I needed? Let me go find another mountain that no one's climbing. And again, stepping into that conversation of of race and, and ally education and bringing people on my back with me this time. And I think, you know, if we want to talk, you know, money really quickly, because I think a lot of people feel like when you're doing something charitable, you got to struggle. And like, I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Listen, And it wasn't until I dedicated my platform towards social education that I made my first million. So I want people to really step into the opportunities that happen when you do something bigger than yourself. Whoa. Mm-hmm. 
See, people probably would have thought you would make your first million doing what you think is glamorous, the traveling, the cute selfies in, in the Maldives, the sell cute selfies in Morocco, although you can get some great selfies in Morocco, child. Wow. Exactly. And that's when it hit. I'm like, okay, this is the next generation of conscious creators i need to let them know this is it like you can not only do really fulfilling work for the world but you can also make a great living for yourself and i wouldn't have known that so again i didn't do it for the money i did it because i saw a need and to see the other side of that and be like whoa okay god okay yeah how you're trying to bless come on And thank you for sharing that and disclosing that. I mean, it's to encourage people because, I mean, I don't talk a lot about income or money, but um, it's good to it's good to share that. Like I I want to encourage and empower, especially because creators, you can't go to school for creation. (laughs) Like my college education is literally an interdisciplinary major because I was like all of these majors. I don't know yet, but can I go to the communications major? The, the marketing department and the arts department so that I can do design, have a radio show, do broadcast, uh, television broadcasting and mm-hmm. write for the newspaper. Mm. I did it all because I was like, I know that I like to write. I know that I like to create, but there is no title currently for what I do. So I'm going to do an interdisciplinary major so that I can create something. And going through Ooh. my 20s of just like, man, influencer marketing didn't have a name when I started it. Like it, it wasn't a thing to pay bloggers or influencers, mm-hmm. you know, you it was not. Matter of fact, from my time of, of being in Destiny's Child and that ended in 2006, when you look at things 15 years later, we didn't there weren't social media departments at record labels and mm-hmm. digital departments at corporations and every big time corporation now they have a digital department or or social media like parents probably like you're always on your computer well now that child who was always on their computer they're being paid because yeah. now they're creating graphics for Forbes 500 type companies or they're running their Instagram pages who would have ever thought I mean I'm in the generation where I'm like baby you have to do it for me because I don't know nothing about these here you know of course I'm learning a little bit but it's just so overwhelming but thank you so much for sharing and to encourage um, my listeners out there you can make a million yep Show in can. your passion. Show can. And, and what I want you to understand as well, because the brand deals and the sponsors that started to approach me. And here's the thing about influencer marketing, because a lot of my years I did exclusively influencer marketing. People think that brands pay you for you. Like they are paying to have Michelle's name attached to it. It is like, no, they are paying for access to Michelle's audience, access to the trust that Michelle has built with her mm-hmm. audience and her brand. So when when sponsor, sponsors and brands were coming to me, it wasn't just about like what I was doing. They were like, no, we see that you got a lot of people that trust your words. So Which is why I can't go to a meeting and some of the first questions is, how many followers do you have? Oh, wow. And you would think, you know, that's kind of insulting. It's like, you don't like me for me. We like you for your followers. Yes, we, we, we do. Matter of fact, not only who are your followers, how many verified ones do you have? And how many engage back with you when you're posting? And look, and when I tell you as well, like I got to a point, especially last year, 
I was so overwhelmed. There was one point where my inbox, because I, I do inbox zero. So I clear my inbox every night. Oh. And there was one day I got through over 300 emails of brands, sponsors, like, hey, we'd like to work with you. Hey, can we pay you to say this? Hey, can we pay you to post about this? And I literally said, mark all as read, delete. I was like, nope, because it got to a point where now they were pandering. Now they were trying to use me. And I was like, I don't even have the capacity now to figure out whether you genuinely are trying to uh, show solidarity or you are trying to pander to a black person and try to attach yourself to a movement you haven't yeah. done the work for. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year? Their year. These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Got my PrevNA 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. So check that, everybody. Mm -hmm. She is so checked in with herself. That she knows not to say yes to every opportunity or every request. My vet Brito, one day she told me, she said, Michelle, you do not have to go to the opening of every envelope. Ooh, amen. Because you, you, you wear yourself out. You're spreading yourself too thin. Yeah. I don't know if there's such a, if it's still a thing now where you'd be too overexposed or uh, whatever. But I'm so glad you are checked in with yourself to say no. It's a blessing to be able to turn away opportunities, especially when you know you're doing it for the right reasons. 
And right now it also increases, it adds to your virtual real estate. So right now less than 1% of my Instagram content is sponsored very intentionally because when I do say yes to a brand, my my price triples (laughs) because I'm like, (laughs) look, (laughs) if I'm posting a sponsored content piece once a quarter, the value is going to go up. Because people know, okay, if Glow is actually posting, she she loves it, it's, and it's some and it works, that or it, it's really real. I tried it, I vouched for it, I stand by the company, yeah. I support the brand. Like when I did a collaboration with Target, they actually started doing the work before George Floyd. They were, were oh yeah, oh yeah, Target's doing, been you been know? in the game. Mm-hmm. So when they asked a partner, I was like absolutely yeah. that was yeah. perfect yeah i got it i got it well i hope y'all have been enjoying this episode so far i mean she's dropping so many amazing gems i'm gonna try to stop saying nuggets <laughs> but gems and jewels nuggets just sound like food mm. food or poop Okay, Michelle, where your head at? Well, she, not nuggets of poo. <laughs> nuggets of. She's dropped some nuggets. <laughs> While we going there, okay. <laughs> Let me stop, you guys. She's she's been all serious and amazing, and here I am talking about poo nuggets. Y'all know what I'm saying. I'm trying to um you 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 value people's words. They're more than nuggets. Yeah, jewels and gems is what is what I want to say. So a couple posts that have been on my Instagram has been because Glow, um, she has flown in because she's been here on some business, but she gives me her time and she comes to visit me and she caught me being, I was being serious but goofy at the same time and you caught me doing some affirmations and it's something that I've been doing every single day. Now the past two days, I'm, I've been kind of really low, but maybe because I've been just a little weak, but Let's encourage people to still do good work, still talk good to yourself on the days where your energy is so low. Like I hate when the sun does not shine, (laughs) you know, but I have to literally gallop around my house and do my affirmations and sing to myself and work out on the times where it's not even looking that great outside but I guess it's not so much about how great it looks on the outside come on somebody thank you lord Amen. it's about what the inside that part is looking like and, and to that point because I also when it rains when it's Ugh. gloomy I feel so like down and so what I've started doing instead of forcing myself to find joy in rain I put on a sad playlist I love sad music and I'm like, let me, I know, I'm so, <laughs> and I'm like, you know, it's a mellow day. Let me, let me listen to some sentimental music, okay. you know, and I just, I kind of sit in, I let the music and the atmosphere match what it looks like outside. Cause you see these tall windows. Mm-hmm. I can't hide from a gloomy day. <laughs> right? It's going to show it's gloomy. Mm-hmm, so. Mm-hmm. so I was like, you know what? And so I have very sad music and sad playlists. And one thing I also realized, which is kind of sad, but I I love uh, using Spotify for my music playlist. And when it curated my top 20 songs of Mm -hmm. last year, Uh it was all sad songs. But it was it was a traumatizing year for black people. And, you know, during George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor. And I realized sad music was so comforting for me. Sometimes you do need to hear the depth of pain and feel it. You okay. gotta feel the pain to heal the pain. Yeah. And I allowed myself to cry and to feel and to to love on myself. And I love a good like cry. 
You got to purge wow. those tears. So I have been doing the opposite. I, and I appreciate that too. But I'm saying this because maybe I should try to play some sad or melancholy, melancholy music on days when it's a little gloomy. So, okay, I've been playing like music that makes me gallop around like a freaking <laughs> pony, you know, but let me... I mean, well, because here's the thing about. I feel like I'm in tune without the sad music, though, child. <laughs> because I look at just the range of human emotions that we're blessed to experience, because I don't feel like happiness should always be our default. Mm-hmm. Like, let's feel sadness, let's feel joy, let's feel anger, frustration. And when we allow ourselves to feel it and sit in it, we can learn a little bit about ourselves. Yeah. I'm like, man, I'm really triggered by that comment someone made. Let me sit in that for a little bit. Let me play some music that that makes me feel okay. what I'm feeling. And let me journal now how I, I'm feeling is. And what I love about journaling and why I do it every morning is because you allow a thought to process three times. You think something, you write it, and you read it. That thought has now been processed three times and you can get clarity wow. just from unpacking it by yourself. And thank God for therapists because therapists are needed too, but sometimes... All it takes is a good journal yeah. session yeah. to unpack ourselves. You know, especially when I dream, mm-hmm. I'll write the dream down Come that on. I've had, right? Come on. And before you know it, me writing it, I've interpreted it already somehow. There you go. Yep. That's crazy. So That's I it. get what you're saying, That's writing it. things down, processing it with yourself, because nine times out of 10, you might unpack it that. yourself. So try unpacking it with yourself before you unload it and unpack and literally unpack it on somebody else who may not even have the emotional capacity Come on. to respond in the way you want them to respond. Come on. And sometimes they just don't know how to respond. So, ooh, that's so good. Can we edit a choir cheer in the back? Like, can we get some, like an organ? Listen, that is so good. We've had a great conversation. Beautiful. Now, y'all, we was, we were supposed to be talking about alpha males and alpha females in relationships. We can go there too. We might have to do that in another episode. Part two coming up. So, okay, guys, this is your homework. Okay, definitely marinate and meditate on these 45 minutes of amazing conversation right now. Okay, we talked about transition. We talked about your passion and how you might go about doing work in your passion. You might not get paid what you think you're going to get paid. But before you know it, because the seeds that you've sown Mm. have just reaped an amazing harvest Mm. and you are just walking in overflow from doing your passion. Right. So we're going to I want you guys to just be encouraged there and be encouraged in the era of time that we are living in. Give grace to those who are a little ignorant, um, who don't understand our plight, who don't understand our struggles. Okay. now your next homework is to Google alpha male. Google alpha female, because we will talk about that on part two of checking in with Michelle and Glow, because we had been talking about dating and relationships and how we're both kind of in a place where um, we're recognizing our (laughs) alpha femininity is intimidating or sometimes deterring or confusing yes. our alpha male partners. And I had to ask Glow, I said, am I an alpha female? <laughs> because for some reason lately, I have been feeling like 
am I feminine enough? And maybe I'm not a, maybe I'm not feminine enough because I'm attracting, I don't know. You know, so I'm excited. We've got the femininity doctor coming on as well, but Glow and I, we're going to unpack our relationship. I wouldn't say woes, relationship revelations, um, relationship excitement. Because everything is a lesson. There are no losses when you learn. And I think for a lot of people, if you're carrying like, hurt or anger or bitterness like you know sit in that and process that but i think there's so many lessons that can be learned from partners that don't work out or or people that we realize that our independence our strength our our value all the talents all the things that make us so incredible and independent yeah what we're learning about how that comes across to someone who isn't secure in their masculinity okay so there's a lot there so listen (laughs) y'all got a lot to journal and unpack okay glow thank you so much how can our listeners find you yes yes uh you can go to instagram at glow graphics g-l-o graphics if you are an aspiring ally you're someone who's wanting to learn about how to be um, in solidarity with the black community you can go to allyresourceguide.com Listen, this is so awesome and it is so appropriate for the podcast network that I am on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm so thankful to be on this network. This network allows black voices to be amplified, not only black voices, but black women's voices. And I think we did a pretty darn good kick butt episode today. This was fun. You you a bomb host. Thank you, Michelle. Girl, listen, (laughs) you are an amazing educator. I've been sitting here learning. So if you guys guys have been wondering of some of my long pauses of saying nothing and just breathing (laughs) is because she has shared so much will you come back i will be back all right all right thank y'all thank y'all for checking in thank you see you soon Wow, y'all didn't my girl glow kill it. Listen, this episode um, is so power packed. I hope y'all heard the, it is power packed. Oh my gosh, don't y'all feel so encouraged? Don't you guys feel like you can really dive deep into your passion and your calling? And I hope you do it without a care. I hope you're able to dive into your passion and calling, not caring what people will think. Even sometimes it's going to be the people closest to you that might have the most to say. And guess what? They might even mean well, but don't let anybody project their fears onto you. Some people might regret that they didn't go after their passion and their dreams, so they might discourage you from going after yours. But Glow just really set an amazing tone. I hope she sets an amazing tone for the rest of your week. She just dropped so many gems of even how she did it for 11 years without like a lot of money and without pay. How many of us can really say that we would stick with something that long without pay? Right. And she was able to transition and do this and eventually make her first million dollars. So you can. You guys don't hear me talk a lot about money or materialistic things. 
But I am a firm believer that you can make an amazing living with your passion. Now, your definition of financial freedom or financial success may differ from what mine is, and that's okay. So I myself am always encouraged whenever Glow comes into town and shares with me. Um, she's truly a godsend, and I hope you guys go and follow her, continue to discover more of Glow, and get some Glow in your life. I'm so happy I've got glow in my life. Thank y'all so much for checking in. Please continue to subscribe and tell everybody about this podcast because my goal and desire has really been to inspire, give hope, make you laugh, make you think. And as the old folks say, I want to make you run on and see what the end is going to be. Take care. Checking in with Michelle Williams is a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.